0: Rolling, pick one. Is it going to be all
1: right? Hello, and welcome to All Through a Lens. This is the film photography podcast that right now is about a lot more than just film photography. I'm uh, Eric, and over there is Vanya.
0: It's true.
1: It is true. Uh, we are on summer break, so we're just kind of popping in to say hi and to uh, kind of tell you what we've been up to for the past couple of weeks. Uh, I know there's been dev parties or we had a bonus episode, like a dev party, maybe two dev parties. But anyway, we're, uh, we're here. We're still alive. Are you still alive? Uh,
0: uh, fairly. Fairly alive.
1: Okay. that's always good. Better than not alive at all.
0: True. True.
1: Yeah. So you are in El, you're in El Segundo right now. You're 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 I at am. Home.
0: I'm still looking for my wallet.
1: Haha. <laughs> <laughs> are you allowed to make the the wallet joke? Cuz I'm not.
0: I think that was the first time I ever made the wallet joke ever in my entire life.
1: Oh, that's so weird.
0: Yeah. Yeah, usually people do it, but you said it. You didn't you, you said El Segundo, you didn't say LA, so I figured I'd just go with it.
1: True. True. Well so, I am yeah, not I'm home. Oh, are you? Okay, well good. Good. Uh, I guess good. Is that good?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's taking a little break. A little I mean, if I could just travel full time in a perfect world oh. I would. Absolutely. Oh oh but for sure.
1: That'd be that'd be awesome.
0: I do unfortunately. Um have a budget and I cannot just do that. <laughs> yes. Yet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a budget and I am in I am in Nebraska. So that tells you how far my budget goes.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. It sounds like a fabulous summer trip. So what are you doing in Nebraska? And I, where is Nebraska?
1: Where is Nebraska? Nobody yeah. knows.
0: Yeah, it's like Some in the middle of the country somewhere, right? Fly-by-state.
1: That's what what I hear. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure on that. (laughs) But I am there. I am in Nebraska. Currently, well, currently at the time of recording, in Valentine, Nebraska. Uh, It's a nice little town. I'm in in one of my very few motel rooms.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, Mostly I'm camping. Uh, mostly free camping too, which is just lovely. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I've been in. I've been in Nebraska like three days now. Nice. Yeah, and I'll be here for a few more days. I'm. Okay. Well, we did a a whole thing on Solomon Butcher. Remember Solomon Butcher?
0: Yes, of course. Yes. No, did he did f- the um, little etchings of like a turkey on his. <laughs> <laughs> on his glass plates. And one of still one of my favorite books.
1: Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he was a photographer uh, from Nebraska and he photographed the sandhills <laughs> a lot. And so I'm exploring the sandhills. Uh last year I went to the Sol- Solomon Butcher Museum and was incredibly underwhelmed. Mm-hmm. So I won't be going back. <laughs> but I I do uh, I do want to see the sandhills. I want to like I want to explore them, and I, I did that a little bit today, and I'm finding out that that is an incredibly difficult thing to just to just do.
0: Mm. Uh, is there not roads. like access to the sand roads, or is it private property? Like, what's what's it, your it, biggest issue?
1: The roads that uh, well, I do a lot of my planning on Google Maps, and so the roads that Google Maps was telling me that were 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 usable, a lot of them aren't. A lot of them are private or they dead end now where they didn't used to. And so as as time goes on, the roads change and the locals yeah, the locals know what what's up. But, you know, I'm not local. So I'll, I'll drive down uh, a really nasty, like, sandy dirt road for 20 miles only to have a dead end in somebody's backyard. Oh God. I have to turn around and, and fight my way back out. It's been, it was a hard day. Uh, I didn't shoot a lot, but uh, hopefully tomorrow and the next day will will be different.
0: Have you had to like air down your tires at all?
1: I, I, no, no, it's, I mean, these are sand dunes. I think they're the world's largest collection of inland sand dunes, I think. Okay, inland, yeah. okay. And so, I mean, airing down wouldn't hurt but so many people drive on these, even the even the back roads or, you know, a lot of the ranch trucks use them. Okay. So it's it's not the same as like driving on a beach. Also, one thing that's really kind of fun is that there's a lot of paved one lane roads hmm. that just go over top of the sand dunes. It's it's bizarre. Interesting. I didn't expect it, but I, I am enjoying it. Well, Good. So what have you been up to?
0: Well, I did do one small trip. I went to Mexico. Uh, I didn't bring my van. I was actually, it's kind of a sneaky trip, to be honest. I I do, (laughs) it's true. It was sneaky. Okay. I usually do, I do this trip uh, around this time of year and things were just kind of not working out and I was not going to go. Yeah. Yeah. And then I found out that the people that I go with, uh, their daughter, who's 10 years old was going to fly down there by herself. And then he, uh, her dad was going to drive to the airport to pick her up. And I was like, Oh man, I was like, I should just fly down with her and then just drive her (laughs) and stay that week. And then I looked at tickets and I was like, Oh, it's actually like really cheap. It's (laughs) way cheaper than driving. (laughs) <laughs> uh, which was kind of surprising. I first I was thinking that uh, plane tickets were going to be, you know, expensive because of, you know, gas
1: prices, but it was sure reasonable. So
0: I just went for it and <laughs> I, I just, I was like, all right, I'm going to do that. So they didn't have to pay for uh, like the unaccompanied minor fee. And I got to hang out in Mexico for a week. So I rented a small truck and, uh, yeah, drove her down, um, to San Juanico and I camped on the beach. Uh, they had a tent for me. He's like, yeah, I got a, I got a tent. Don't bring a sleeping bag. It's fucking hot. He's like, literally bring a sheet. And so I was like, okay, no problem. So I brought my surfboard, I brought my surfboard, my backpack and, uh, a sheet (laughs) and uh yeah stayed there for a week it was really it was nice and I brought a bunch of film one camera which is like unheard of absolutely nuts yeah but I was I mean I was trying to remind myself constantly that I was only going to be there for a week and so I didn't need to to bring a million cameras and I was trying to you know just check in my surfboard bag and not have any like extra luggage
1: Oh, right. Sure, sure.
0: So Pentax in water housing takes up basically my entire backpack, couple bathing suits, (laughs) pair of shorts, um, my chucks, my uh, ATCs, my all-terrain chucks.
1: Oh, sure, of course.
0: And, yeah, I didn't even bring sunblock. I had to borrow some. Uh, So, yeah, I went. It was great. The waves were fairly minimal so not much surfing I did surf a little uh, and I did shoot a little so it was really nice I wish obviously there was more waves but for what it was I think um, it was a lot of fun and then I also did like a little side trip to um, this beach that's at basically on the other side it's not on the Pacific side it's on the Sea of Cortez side Called uh, Playa Verde, Green
1: okay. Beach. Yeah,
0: and I spent uh, a you know two days, one night there by myself, and I slept in the back of my truck. And I actually drove on some sand as well, oh. Eric, and uh, oh. got stuck. So <laughs> lots of fun. <laughs>
1: well, I'm glad you didn't. Uh, you, you weren't stuck permanently. You had you got someone. To, uh, to, to tow you out, right?
0: Yeah. So this is actually a, um, it's not a tourist time because right now it is extremely hot and humid on the Cortez side. So uh, not many people down there. Uh, the pictures that I saw of, you know, there was like campers on the beach and the beach was full when I got there. Uh, there was one other person. And me, and that was it. And everybody else was just like fishermen that lived there or Mm worked there and that's it. Huh. So yeah, it was great. Um but yeah, super glad (laughs) that uh what was his name? I think his name was was it Bob? I think his name was
1: Bob, Bob. yeah, that's what you told me. Bob from Alabama.
0: Bob from Alabama saved me. Yeah. Him and his wife yeah. were down there in a Jeep, a really nice looking Jeep. And, uh, yeah, he, f- <laughs> he pulled me out and he said something that I'll never forget. Cause I, he was like, I was like, if you want, you can give it a go and try to like, because I was like putting it in gear and trying to get it out. And I was like, if you want to try it, you can. I was like, it's a stick. He's like a stick. I was like, yeah, just, you know, in case you, you know, can't drive stick or something. He's like, I was born in sticks. <laughs> and I was all like, right. all right. <laughs> and then of course Fair he enough. got out. I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I like helped him, obviously. Like all the work. Like to I, I just basic I loosened it up, you know, and then he, you know, he was able to get it out. So
1: Oh sure. You you dug the deeper hole and he was able to pull you out.
0: <laughs> I dug. So uh Uh, Just really quick that morning Because I basically just There's no waves on that side I basically read and swam And shot and just like shot Like underwater So I had been I just would jump in the water constantly There was even this like dog who came to say hi to me And I was like hey you want to go play? Let's go in the water And he like followed me in the water And we swam around together It was really cute (laughs) So So that morning, I watched the sunrise right before I got stuck, and I was like, you know, it's actually not, like, extremely extremely sweltering hot. I'm not going to jump in the water. And then after I got stuck, <laughs> like, digging myself out <laughs> and, like, trying to, you know, get some traction and stuff, I was like, fuck this. <laughs> like, get, I'm getting in the water. I cannot survive this. So.
1: Have you developed any of your photos yet?
0: I have, actually. I think I developed all except maybe one roll.
1: Oh, wow. So that's... Okay.
0: Maybe I might have... I possibly might have two rolls, but I'm pretty sure I just have... That's it. I think everything else is done. So, yeah, it's uh, Shanghai... It was Portra 160, Portra 400. These are all 220 rolls, mm-hmm. and um, oh, the one that I haven't developed is another Portra 160. That's all. That's gonna be all underwater stuff. Oh wow! Okay. Um, that is actually <laughs> hibernating in my bag inside a tank right now. Oh, because, no. yeah, because um, I didn't like what my negatives look like the last uh roll that I shot. They have some weird, like, marks on them. And I didn't, like, put them through the uh, x-ray. I made sure they were, like, hand-checked and blah, blah, blah. But yeah. I don't know. It's like either the blicks is bad, something just looks wrong and it's not huh. exactly affecting the pic- it looks like maybe it is a little bit but not a lot okay but I figured okay I'm just gonna just get some fresh c41 and then I'll I'll develop that so I'm just kind of yeah. waiting on that okay um, that's yeah, yeah it must be weird for you to like I don't know you've been gone for what two 3 weeks almost. Um, by weeks?
1: the time this by the time this airs it'll be 3 weeks, yeah.
0: Yeah, so you've been shooting basically every single day all day. I've long. been
1: shooting every single day, yeah.
0: And you have not seen anything yet.
1: <laughs> I've seen nothing. I've shot I, I don't know, maybe a um 150, 160 sheets.
0: Holy shit.
1: And oh, uh, I don't know. I'm going to 50 rolls of 120, maybe a little less than that. I'm I'm trying, I know it doesn't seem like it, but I'm trying to shoot less on these trips because right now at home, on my hard drive, yeah. I have like 500 photos from the last couple of years that I want to share.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm never going to share those. Why? And Because it's 500 of them from... <laughs> Yeah, it's it's not, they're not they're not going away, so mm-hmm. I'm never gonna share them, at least you know the bulk of them. Mm-hmm. So the the fix is to shoot less, right?
0: I mean, yeah, I guess. Or I'm wondering why, if there's something else, or if there's an another reason why you don't uh, share them.
1: Well, I mean. It's, it's because I don't want to post like three photos a day. Yeah. So I've got 500 photos. If I post one a day, that's like a year and a half. Mm hmm. And that's not, and that's, and that's, that would only be depleted fully if I didn't take any pictures for a year and a half. Yeah. But I'm taking pictures all the time. Yeah. So most of my pictures are taken during these longer trips. And so I'm trying to take fewer photos. Okay. I don't think I'm. Uh, I don't think I'm successful at
0: this. No, I, I. I'm gonna say that you are not successful.
1: Yeah, but we'll see. We'll see.
0: I mean, honestly, if it's not hurting anybody and you can't fuck it, like, okay, yeah, it's nice to share. But is it really about that for you? Yeah, I
1: really? think a lot of it is. Yeah, I mean, I think so. Um, okay. I like showing people. My photographs, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it's not about the, you know, the the compliments or the likes or anything like that so much. I'm sure that's part of it. You know, I'm going to be honest. But I like showing people my photographs. Okay. I, I just do. You know, I, I also like the experience of being in solitude and taking the photo and, and finding the scenes and, and all of that. I love that. And even if none of my photos turned out, I would at least have that experience and and would enjoy that experience. Okay. But, you know, it's also nice to have people see them and, and, you know, hopefully like them. Yeah, of course. I like like both of those things. It isn't like you can only do one or the other. Oh, he's just posting for the like. Well, yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. That's why you post on social media. So I enjoy Whoa. the likes. I enjoy people complimenting and, and, you know, liking my photos. But also I enjoy the process of, of taking the photo and then, you know, developing it and, and all of that. I, I enjoy all of it. Okay. So I'm just trying to shoot a little less. And so one of the things that I'm doing to shoot a little less is I'm shooting multiple shots of the same thing. Okay. So that I'll be able to like, you know, I'm not going to share all four of these shots, for example. I'm going to share you'll one of those. the best one. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Or at least the, less, the, the least sucky one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's, you know.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't. I I, I understand. Because you are kind of a storyteller, I would say that, like, I do agree with a lot of that. But I don't really necessarily think that's everything. Because I don't I don't decide, like, I wake up in the morning like, oh my gosh, like, I really need to photograph because I need to share my photographs with people. Like, that is not why I photograph. You know what I mean?
1: Well, I mean, yeah, uh, of course. I don't think you wake up with that intention. Mm-hmm. But... I mean, social media and zines, for that matter, and and just the the practice of of sharing our, our our work is such a part of our lives that I'm not sure you or anyone can take a photo and not at least have that somewhere in your mind. Hmm. I don't think it's possible because it's it's yeah. such a a large part of our lives. You know, that's I'm, that's not saying that. Like oh, I'm gonna take this photo because it's gonna get a bunch of likes, you know. I've passed by a lot of classic cars on this trip, a lot of a lot of old gas stations, a lot yeah. of neon. I haven't shot any of it, Ooh. but I know that if I would have, it would give me a lot of likes. Because I'm trying to, to, you know, I'm not, I'm not. I guess what I'm saying is, I'm not shooting for like specifically for that. Not that people who shoot those things are. But, you know, I don't usually shoot those things. So I, I guess that would mean if I did shoot them, it would be for that reason. I don't fucking know. <laughs> All I know is that I'm I'm taking photos nice. and I'm having a, a, a pretty okay time.
0: Well, good.
1: Yeah. Excellent. I, I do wish the weather would cooperate.
0: Oh, I know. You're having like weather get in for real on this trip tell us about it
1: oh well every single day except for today and i think there was one other day and, I, and like the first day it has stormed in like severe like dangerously severe ways mm. no tornadoes nothing's been tornado warned but a lot of the storms are like you know severe thunderstorm warning you know, inch-size hail and 70-mile-an-hour winds, that kind of stuff. Uh, that, that said, I did somehow avoid the 70-mile-an-hour winds, but I do know that my tent can withstand 60-mile-an-hour winds, which is what I got. Nice. So that's fun. <laughs> yeah. I've been in, like, three of the strongest storms I've ever been in on this trip. Nice. <laughs> It's...
0: Sorry, <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing. But... Well, I mean, in a practical way... <laughs> I'm surprised way, you just haven't blown away yet.
1: <laughs> I know. In a practical way, it's really fucked up a lot because a lot of the roads that I wanted to go on are like back roads, dirt roads, which in a storm turn to mud roads. And so a lot of my original plans had to have been changed. The Sandhills, for example, if it would have stormed yesterday here... I wouldn't have been able to do those.
0: Forget about it.
1: <laughs> right. Sorry. <laughs> um, that said, it's going the other direction tomorrow. I, I just got a notification that it's going to be 108 degrees. Oh, okay. That's crazy. And so now I'm thinking, like, well, do I do I want to be that far out? Yeah, I'm out of cell phone range. I'm like 20 miles from the nearest anything. And 108 degrees, can I walk that and survive it? I don't know.
0: I don't Ugh. want to find
1: out, though.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's rough.
1: It. It's... I can't catch a fucking break.
0: No, you with, can't. With weather
1: this trip. I, I really can't.
0: Yeah, it seems it's, like you're having a bit of a difficult time with that, with weather. Yeah,
1: yeah. and, the, and it's, you would think with, like, this kind of weather, you'd have some amazing skies, right? Mm-hmm. Except that it goes from... Literally cloudless boring ass sky to oh my god we're all gonna die in a storm sky in like (laughs) ten minutes.
0: Sorry. And you
1: don't have much in between. Today it was blue sky from horizon to horizon. I hate it. Okay. It 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 was You would
0: hate it here then for sure.
1: Oh I, I don't like I want I want clouds, you know. I want I want something to look at. So I've 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 come up with ways to shoot around the shitty sky. Okay. Which, as a landscape photographer, is not easy. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: The sky plays such an important role in landscape photography. Mm -hmm. And, actually, it it can totally make or break a photo. And so I've had to I've had to start photographing trees
0: (laughs) And like it's so bad or something well okay
1: it's it, it's i started thinking about you remember jess we had jess on a few episodes ago
0: yes of course
1: and she's big into photographing trees
0: yeah she's a badass
1: yeah in some really wonderful ways mm-hmm. and so kind of inspired and so for this trip i was like okay i'll take a picture of a tree or two see how that goes but I've really started to enjoy it, especially large cottonwood trees. Okay. Loving large cottonwood trees. We don't have large cottonwood trees in Washington. We have we have the small trees with like weird gray leaves that I called cottonwood that I'm not sure are actually cottonwood. So okay. if anyone knows what those trees are, let me know because I really enjoy shooting those because the leaves look white on black and white film and you don't have to use infrared to get that. It's a lot of fun, but the large cottonwood trees, they're, they're very craggly and and bendy and and like crinkly and I'm enjoying photograph. I'm taking like portraits of trees. It's really wonderful.
0: Yeah. That's great.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And you haven't been
0: having a hard time with that? You feel like it's been going pretty well?
1: I don't know. I won't I won't know until I get my photos back. Yeah, I'm so not... that
0: is the part that it's got to be a, uh, just slightly weird. Wouldn't it be nice to just send out maybe like just no. like mail out a roll or two to like have someone develop for you just so you have something to look at. No. Hmm.
1: No, I don't think so. I think part of this is not knowing what you get. I mean, that's a whole... Everybody says that's like the, the, the one thing about film is that you have to wait. And you, know, you shoot a roll and you've got to wait a week to see what your photos are. That's great. But, you know, I'm shooting literally hundreds of sheets and, and it'll probably end up being about 100 rolls. I will see none of that till I get home. And that's part of it. You know, I mean, something's going to turn out. You know, I know that I'm not, it, it'd be unless like my car catches fire and I lose all my film, <laughs> which I actually thought about that today. I was like, how could I save the film if my car oh, caught fire? That's terrifying. And yeah, it is, it's a little terrifying. So I, I, I don't know if I could. It really depend on what kind of fire it was. It doesn't matter. It's not going to catch on fire. Probably.
0: Yeah. Let's, let's hope that it, it that doesn't happen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. So uh, that's all part of it for me, though, is is the waiting is the not knowing right now. I've got, you know, hundreds of Schrodinger's uh, images in, in my in my uh, back seat. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm worried about the heat, of course. 108 degrees tomorrow. That's going to cook some film. Yeah, that's, that's never going to be rough. Well, I got to keep the car on. I mean, I have a cooler and I've got like. Of a cooler, it's an electric cooler, so it's like a sort of a refrigerator, and the other yeah. coolers that I have, I can put blankets over it and kind of preserve the coolness unless I stop somewhere for a long time.
0: yeah, it's but, crazy what a blanket will do. Uh, I noticed that when yeah, um, when I was camping, we would get like you know, there's no like clean water, and all the all the fresh water has to get trucked into this place, so uh we'd fill up like jugs of water. And he's he's like, oh, yeah, don't forget to put a blanket over it. It actually, like, helps. And it did. Oh it would God, just, like, yeah. keep it cool. And, yep. you know, so you're, like, drinking, like, hot-ass water.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's fun. it's pretty impressive. Um, yeah. And, obviously, if you if you leave the car in the sun for even an hour, you're going to lose a lot of that. But for the, well, the most part, it, it, it's okay. It's okay. I'm not okay. really worried about the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm using the, the brass lens a lot. Uh, okay. I mean, maybe half of my photos are with the brass lens.
0: How are you liking it?
1: Well, I think I like it a lot.
0: Well, that's great.
1: You know, I won't know. I mean, I've, I've used it before. And it, it tends to be almost gimmicky in some ways. So you really have to incorporate it into what you're doing rather than let it just control what you're doing. Okay. Um I've been paying attention to aperture and seeing like cuz if you if you leave it wide open, pretty much it's a very soft focus. Everything is is you know, almost in focus to completely just bokeh it out. And if you put it to f64, you do have some like some distortion around the edges but a lot of things are very crisp so I have been paying attention to like where I want that with the degree of crispness that I want with that lens Um, yeah I've been paying a lot of attention to that and so that's kind of adding on another factor I didn't really do that with my other large format lenses Mm -hmm. I mostly shot f64 and everything was very 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 crisp and so now I'm venturing away I'm not like I'm not I'm not um doing a lot of odd movements like like Kate Miller Wilson would do. I'm not to that point where i'm I'm picking and choosing so much what's in focus. I did a little bit of that, but I am kind of allowing the lens i guess allowing the lens to incorporate itself into my work, okay I mean yeah. we'll see maybe I'm not <laughs> maybe I'm just trying to do that. <laughs>
0: Ay-ay-ay. well that's great it sounds awesome seems like so far i would say besides the weather seem you seem to be doing okay
1: yeah i guess so uh the trip's yeah. over over half over over yeah. half over It seems like too many overs yeah it's more than half over Oof. yeah and so tomorrow i reach my eastern apex, where I turn around and start driving west. Which will be, yeah, will be great for morning shots. Mm -hmm. I've noticed that if I'm driving east in the morning towards the sun, I see almost nothing to photograph. But if I'm driving west with the sun at my back in the morning, oh, there's so many things to photograph. (laughs) It's weird how that happens. So I was a little worried on the way back that I wouldn't have anything to photograph. There's a lot. uh, Most of the stuff that I planned was for the way out. And the way back was not just like going as as fast as I can back. But it wasn't like, see this, 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 and this. I I don't have a list, really, for the way back. Okay. I just have some routes. And uh, I don't know. We will see what the weather does. I I didn't know it was going to be so fucking hot. Really? Yeah, I had no idea it was going to be 108 degrees. It wasn't supposed. That's kind of a new update. Or earlier that earlier today, it said it was going to be in the 90s tomorrow, and and now it's saying 108. Just big difference. So yeah. yeah, yeah, 108 and humid too. So it's 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 just like kill me. We'll see what I do. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Just drink some water. You'll be fine.
1: I'll be fine. I mean, I'm I'm fine with high temps. I've I've done that before. You know, I do a lot of desert stuff. And so 108 is hot. Don't get me wrong. But it's not like, oh, my God. But 108 in Nebraska is a little different because it is humid. So we will see that's gonna be
0: fun
1: yeah what what have you got planned for i guess the next time we next time we'll talk will be in like about two weeks i'm going to have another update then Uh, what do you have planned for the next two weeks
0: uh i don't know it just seems like it's going too quickly um my (laughs) july is completely packed and july is kind of seems to be like that and then august is just there's nothing yeah so um I may do a trip. Uh, I was hoping that I could meet up with you. I'm not sure if that's going to happen, but I'm going to try. Okay. And, uh, yeah, just, you know, I got some birthday season stuff. So there's birthdays, things like that um, that I have to take care of. Uh, And then, yeah, August... I think I have a little bit more wiggle room. And then honestly, I think September, October is going to be like my big traveling um, months. Okay. So, yeah, right now I'm just going to be hanging tight for a little bit. Okay. We'll try
1: to work the podcast around all of that.
0: As we Um, always do.
1: As we always do. (laughs) And hopefully we meet up in the next couple of weeks. That'd be, that'd be nice.
0: Yeah. I mean, Um, I was just thinking if, if I can't make it out to, I think it would be probably Nevada. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to have to go up to Seattle.
1: (laughs) Sure. Sure. Sure.
0: So, you know, expect (laughs) a visit. (laughs) gonna be really 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 happy about that i'm sure so <laughs>
1: I've, oh, oh yes of course of course <laughs> um so
0: yeah i mean it's weird to not travel with you i i missed the montana trip and uh i'm a little bummed about that to be honest but yeah i'm hoping montana that was nice i still have some yeah was it raining a ton there too or
1: yep sure was
0: <laughs> okay yeah nice Every day, God, and your car looks brown still. It's crazy.
1: Well, well, the well, the nice thing about it is it did power wash all the mud off. It just created more mud to to cake on.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I see.
1: Yes. Oh boy. Indeed. Well. Wow. Oh boy, indeed.
0: Yeah. So <sighs> definitely more photographing. I I'm not done. Um, I'm not completely done with, with, uh, summer stuff, but it was a nice, uh, quick trip. It kind of had, it, it made me think about some things that I kind of need to, uh, work on. Okay. And yeah, I guess just kind of taking, um, a couple weeks here to kind of settle and decide what I'm going to do next. Yeah. So,
1: well, best of luck
0: weekend. I know I'm like <laughs> oh, gosh it's always like something I I, I if I could I, I would be out there with you right now even though I'm not sure what I would do in Nebraska but uh I'm sure I could figure something out
1: oh yeah there's sand here you'd, you'd feel right at home
0: yeah but no water
1: oh actually I, a surprising number of lakes Really, in the sand hills, yeah. Mm-hmm. Really, a lot of them are public. Hmm. A lot of them aren't, but yeah, there's a surprising number of lakes. Very pretty. Oh. Yeah, yeah, oh. it's quite nice.
0: Are nice. you? Would you go back? Would you recommend? Would Nebraska be like a recommendation from from you?
1: Um. Yeah. I mean, definitely. I think most people would enjoy doing like towns. Okay. You know, picking a route or two and doing all the towns on that road. Okay. Um, Maybe doing the sand hills wouldn't be for everybody, but it is like you can drive the main roads, including an interstate through the Mm -hmm. sand hills and, and you can kind of see like, oh, okay, they're hills. But when you get on the back roads, the, <laughs> okay. the same roads that like the ranchers and the farmers use, you do get a different feel for okay. it. Mm-hmm. You know, it is a very, it's a it's a very, they're very different roads than I'm used to. Um, Eastern Washington has similar sandy type of, of roads. Yeah. Um. Very similar in some ways. But, this is such a vast vast area hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of square miles of sand dunes it's Damn. it's odd it's a really odd landscape and and it's it's worth exploring a little bit more and which, which is what i'm doing tomorrow hopefully
0: mm-hmm. so how would you tomorrow. i mean how would you do that by like horse and wagon i don't know just trying to think of old solomon butcher days
1: there were natural valleys they they're not like they're not set up like you know a mountain valley mountain valley mountain valley like like often you know often hills and valleys are these are more like well they're like sand dunes but they're more like waves on like a choppy lake okay you know you have peaks and valleys but they're random and they're all kind of going the same way, sort of, but it's still random. So finding roads through there and finding paths through there, I mean, a lot of the main roads probably date back to before white people showed up. Wow. You know, it's incredibly difficult to navigate without a map. I, would, I don't know how I would do it. Yeah. The, the hills generally all look the same. And the valleys do as well, so I don't know how people told one from the other, but it's a it's a very odd and surreal experience. And I want to try to photograph that, but I haven't been able to photograph just how weird it is. I haven't been able to figure that one out. I don't know if I'm going to be able to.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Even Solomon Butcher didn't. I mean, he didn't. He captured a sand hill with like a a sod house or. Uh, you know something you know a horse or or etched in turkey or something (laughs) but he didn't really capture the confusing nature of the sandhills and i'm not sure you can i think it's something you might have to experience i don't know if a photograph can do that but we're gonna find out tomorrow
0: yeah we are hopefully cool well let's (sighs) let everybody go for now yeah
1: i have one more thing to plug okay okay it is the podcast a new podcast called grain Nice. it's by emma and alex and it is part of sunny 16 presents they were both on the newest episode of sunny 16 It's a uh, episode 291 uh they talk about their podcast and a bunch of other stuff and their podcast the first episode debuts on Wednesday, the day after this podcast goes up, and it's going to be okay. on like I said, the Sunny 16 presents feed. So, check it out. The they 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 it's a film fun and feminism, I believe is how they're pitching it. Love it. Yes. Love yes. Love it. It's so, a great name too. Oh, it is. Grant's is wonderful. <laughs> I've heard, I've heard tell that it's already made certain, uh, certain people in the podcasting community a little nervous because oh, the name Oh my god, don't is... even
0: start with that oh. because I will tell you some tea that no one wants to know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we'll wait for off mic. But, uh, but boys, don't get your panties in a bunch. You're, you're going to be all right.
0: Yeah, we'll see.
1: We'll see. Okay, and on that wonderful little note, why don't we say goodbye? We don't have theme music or anything like that because I forgot all of those files at home. Very convenient. Um, so just imagine some drums playing right now and Vanya saying a bunch of like end credits things. Just yeah, pretend that that's things. there. Yeah. So thank you all for listening. Thank you for your support. And um, I guess goodbye. <laughs>
0: bye guys
1: bye bye